Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersview International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. Everlasting Father, come and have your way this morning. Come and heal every heart, every family. In the name of Jesus. Father, come and do something new in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Thank you, choir. God see them. God bless you. God bless you. Before I continue this morning, I just want to say a big thank you to the men and, uh, and the women who, who, are, who are the pastorate of this church. I realized that during the anniversary, I didn't personally, personally thank you guys. And I want to thank you. You know, when, whenever you gather and you see the people around you, you are grateful to God. So I want to specifically say thank you to them. And thank you for your support and the lifting of, your, of, of hands. And I'm praying to God for you that the Almighty God will also lift up your own hands. And not only your hands, he who is the lifter of head will also lift up your head. In the name of Jesus. And the way you have lifted our hands up, I'm praying to God that in your family, you will be the most lifted person. In the name of Jesus. I say this because of the fact that we live in a world in which people can think that they can worship God anyhow. You understand? You know, there are times I come to church and I see people, sometimes they come to church... One day I called someone, I said, and they said, ah, you didn't come to church. I said, oh, Pastor, I was tired. And I said to myself, I said, if you have problem, would you be tired? Will you sleep? Eh? No, you'll be on bed. Now you'll be going to have to But you know, I hear those things every time. And the Lord is the one who will have mercy upon all of us. And I cannot pray that you should not be, that, that, that uh, something else will happen. One of my spiritual mentors, one day, in fact, it happened to my teacher, my, uh, my uh, what do you call it, my, the, one of my teachers in secondary school was like my guardian in secondary school. So she had a baby. And she was believing God for a baby. You know, and after a while, she had a baby. So in the fellowship that they used to attend, she asked, ah, sister, we've not been seeing you. Sister, we've not been seeing you. Ah, is this baby? Ah, the man said, is that baby? Ah, God would, God would take care of the baby. Next week, the baby died. Abby, so that she can come to church. I said, ah, me, I don't want that kind of one. No. That was all good, Abby. And so, because you see, we have to be careful how we say things. You don't wake up one morning and say, ah, I don't want to go to church. Really, it's not because we want people to come to church. It's because we really want people to be blessed. People are living in tremendous times. You understand? And every time we say this all the time, you understand, people don't understand. I mean, you saw the elections yesterday. Was that an election? If I send you all the pictures I was getting, you understand that you'll be you'll be shocked. You see Juju, you see everything, you see everything. The Lord will help us. Amen. Secondly, um, uh, Sister Dami, did you see what I sent to you? So I'm asking the men, uh, the the single, the uh, the youth to please move your week by one week, your Sunday by one week, so that we can have. The thousand smiles. You won't believe. I know that a lot of you will not 
contribute in the thousand smiles. So. But ask my wife, yesterday I just kept getting calls because I sent messages to people in America, everywhere. That's the reason I put the dollars there. And all of them asking me, when should we start? When should we start? This morning, somebody sent us 200,000 naira for it. And if person is not a member of this church. Just say, Pastor, I'm just, I'm just grateful that you want to make people around you smile. You understand? Yes, people will smile, but even members of Portage too will smile though. But we'll also make others smile. We'll do the one we can, Abby. If you have bigger power, we'll have done bigger. But if it's 1,000, we can do. If God sees that we are faithful 1,000, he can give us 1 million. And if he sees that we are faithful 1 million, he can give us 100 million. That because of us, we can eradicate poverty in Nigeria. If God sees us, Abby, Pastor Chidi, if you have capacity to do that, God will give it to us. So please, let's continue. And there's something called a thousand smiles challenge. Ash, a thousand smiles challenge. Whenever you make someone smile, you can just put at Pottersville Ash a, a thousand smiles challenge. Just make someone smile. Is that okay? Now, talking about smile, how many people... Uh, does anyone have a phone that can browse? I want you to, I want you to browse. Okay, Dami, come outside. Anybody else with Dami? Anybody that has a phone that can browse? Eh? Does a phone browse? Can a phone browse? No, that has data. Okay, that has data. Okay, Sir Choma, please come. Can I have a mic to give to them? Now, as they come out, let me ask you a question. How many of you take decisions without, with, that is full of logic? You're always in control of your decisions. How many of you? How many of you? How many of you are not emotional when you're taking decisions? How many of you are not? Sir, 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 Choma, please type the percentage of decisions taken by emotion. Just the, the percentage of decisions taken by emotion. Sister Dami, maybe just type 97% of decisions taken by emotions. Just type it. 97% of decisions taken by emotions. I want you to see what you will see. Today, we're doing what they call the emotion series. Praise the Lord. I believe that there's something about emotions that we need to talk about in church. Is that okay? Is that okay? Please, you have to respond to me. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Sir okay, what did you read? What, what can you say? Read it to them. Sir, it's not as if I'm... How many percentage? 95%. Do you know that you can exactly say that virtually everybody is emotional? Because your decisions are being shaped by what? Emotions. Abby? Can you just go forward again? Do on that one. On that, maybe on that one. On that thing. On that, on, they're just seeing. People think what? People think rationally, but they act impulsively. But they always act what? So everybody, but say, how many percentage? 99%. No, no, the second 100%. one. That one is saying 100%. Now, these are, these are documented facts. I'm saying, people are saying 100% of your decisions are what? They're taken by what? Emotions. If I tell you that you're an emotional person, you say you're not so, Abby. 
100% of our... People think, they, act, they think rationally, but they act what? Impossibly. So if you're a salesman, you actually, you actually speak to people's impulsiveness. You speak to people's emotions. You don't speak to people's rationality. Because nobody buys things in rational terms. Now, Sadami, please, what did you see there? 65% of purchase decision-making takes place due to an emotional connection. So, does that tell you that everything about you and me is supposed to be driven by emotions? But is that the right thing to do? Church, are you awake? <laughs> you are scared of me? So, all that thing that you are thinking about that you took a decision, basically, you are just emotional. And do you know one thing? Everybody's always one step away from a dumb decision. So, a lot of people are, <laughs> I don't know about, you know, there was, there was someone who was close to me. One day, he was just at home. You understand? And he decided to, decided, you know, saw one girl passing. He decided to hold the girl to do anything he wanted to do. Well, that was supposed to be a dumb decision, Abby. But he took away 30 years of his career because they dismissed him from his service for that action. And he went to jail for two years. Every, everybody just wants to step away from what? A dumb decision. There are some people that the decisions that took place 18 years ago, 20 years ago, are still the ones that are still driving their decisions today. True or false? So, if, I, if you come to church and the church does not talk about emotions, the church has not done well. Can you go to the next one? There's some about positive psychology that I saw there that I wanted you to read. Okay, what I can see here is that 95, that 95% of our purchase decision making takes place in the subconscious mind. Uh-huh. Um, studies show that positive emotions towards a brand mm-hmm. also have far greater influence on consumers' loyalty okay. than others. There's something that's there. One of, a guy wrote, got a Nobel Prize for getting out that 95% of our purchase decisions, our life decisions are taken by emotions. Now, if everybody is an emotional being, how do we, how do we change behavior? How do we change actions? We have to change actions by changing what makes them emotional. True or false? So that's why we're having this emotional series. So, Sister Choma said that next time you want to take a decision, please remember it, Abby. Please read again for them so that they will see it. The one I said, the next time you want to take a decision. Logic and um, emotional. They told us that next time you want to take a decision. Okay. It's a good rule. It's going, uh... People think rationally when they act impulsively. It is good rule to remember next time you're trying to sell something or influence someone, people usually follow their strongest internal feeling despite their rational understanding. People always follow their strongest internal, internal feelings. feelings. So now, in fact, you have helped me because the way I'm going to is how do I control what takes place internally? How do I control? Thank you, Mars. Thank you, Mars. Thank you, Mars. So I hope you can understand why we're starting this series now. How do I control what takes place what? Internally. You know, if I don't control what takes place internally, I can have a lot of depressed people in church. True or false? You know, I mean, if you look at the news, you understand that you can be depressed by looking at the news. Somebody asked me recently, said, why, don't, why have you stopped watching football? I said, I'll use my money to buy DSTV. 
and I'll now watch a team, Chelsea, they'll be beating them. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense now, Abby. So for me to manage what takes place inside my heart, I don't watch. True of us. So you protect yourself. But in life, do you know that we can protect our environment but without protecting our hearts? A lot of people actually protect their, they pay money for, what do you call it, security. Neighborhood security. They pay money for a guard. But they don't take any action to protect the most important part of their lives. And because of that, they act always based on feelings. Have you spoken to someone who says that, I will always say what I feel? Have I heard people say like that? Eh? Have you ever heard anybody say like that? If the person is beside you, just not me, the person will not hear you say yes. You understand? So, some people say that I would always say what I feel. No matter what, I would say what I feel. Even when you, what you feel is foolish, you still say it. My, go, my job as a pastor and my job to you guys this morning is to let you know that there's a part of you uh, that, is, that we, need, we, need, we need to let it grow up. And there's a way to make it grow up. So we're having this emotional series. Next week, we'll be talking about responsibilities. Upper week, we'll be talking about resilience, how to bounce back from an emotional hurt. You understand? I mean, there are times people have hurt you. You understand? And, and, and you know, have you ever seen somebody? Yesterday, somebody was telling me that, about the story. And the story, you know what the story was? They got married 10 years ago. So as they, were, as they got married, the man was singing and the woman was singing. So, the man now said to the woman, that, ah, why are you singing like this now? This is not the kind of voice that Celine don't sing, so you should just keep quiet. Maybe the voice was not good. You understand? Just keep quiet. And for that 10 years, that woman refused to pray with that guy and refused to, to worship God with him. Now, imagine what has taken place for 10 years. And then the same married house, and they are sleeping with each other. Why? Because one person said something and for 10 years you kept it in your heart. Praise the Lord. Now, let me now shock you. You cannot grow higher than your emotional state. Spiritually. You can be physically big. You can be mentally big. But if you're an emotionally baby, you're a spiritual baby. If you're an emotional baby, you're a spiritual baby. Because your emotions is the barometer of your spiritual life. And God cannot give a spiritual baby a great thing to handle. Because you're emotional. Do you know that when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and Moses came out, what did Moses do with it? He broke it. Do you know that God never gave him back again? We only just told him. He never, if Moses had not broken the Ten Commandments, we would have seen the handwriting of God would have seen it. It was emotions. Emotions. Emotions can come as negative anger, like anger, greed. You know, when you see people in offices, Nigerian offices, politicians, they are stealing money. You cannot talk to them anyhow except if you deal with the emotions that is driving them. The emotion of greed. And uh, let me tell you, let me be amazed, let me not shock you. You know that virtually 90% of Nigerians are greedy. You agree? Go to the market. You will see greed. So how do we change? How do we raise up disciples if people are greedy? If people are jealous? How 
do we raise up disciples? Those are the challenges that came up. To, I said, you know what? Let's have an emotional series. And let's talk. Without, with, handling an emotional series will make you handle depression. True of us. It will also manage you how you manage, how you handle discouragement. Now, emotions is not just negative emotions. You also have positive emotions. Because, do you know, I've never seen anybody who just, they just lost the drive for life, for living. They wake up in the morning and they don't want to leave. I was sharing with my wife uh, one day. A friend of mine called me. I was telling me about her husband. I said the husband lost the drive. You wake up in the morning, you just be watching CNN. Just drive. One of the most talented guys on earth was just, he lost the drive. So how do you make someone have the drive again? Because if you don't have a drive, you can't pay the price. True of us. If you don't have the drive, you can't pay the price. Everything has a price to pay, you understand? But if you don't have a drive, you know, that's the reason why the people that don't, cannot go to school, when you told them to go to school, when they were not going to school, they had the roads. When they saw money on the road, you understand? They woke up 5 a.m., you understand? Sleep could not stop them at 5 a.m. to go under the bridge to go and collect money. But sleep could stop them to, go, to wake up to go to school. But they had drive, you understand, when they are seeing money. So when they wake up in the morning, under rain, under sun, you will see them. They will collect money. They are driven because something is driving them. And the question is, how can I have people in church? How can we drive them? How can we make them driven? Make them Because if you have a good and lofty goal, you must be driven. You must, you must pursue that drive. You must pursue that goal so that you can achieve it. Because if you don't pursue the goal, you cannot have the results. Praise the Lord. Now that tells me also the fact that a lot of people, you understand, if you don't manage what goes on internally, you may even wish that you want to die. I mean, I felt like that. No, just, I just feel that what's all this level about? I just feel like, you know what? Let me just go. Let me just go. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. I said we should, we must control what's in our hearts. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. So today we're going to talk about emotional control, life control, anchored, rooted on Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Romans, uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. You know, when you read this thing, like, the first thing you see is that what? But the path of the just is as what? Can we all read it together? Uh-huh. It's as a shiny light. That does what? You know, I like this scripture so much. Because you, that means that you will never have a better yesterday. You didn't get that. I said you will never have a better yesterday. Yeah. Whatever you achieved last year will be smaller compared to what you achieved this year. Because the path of the just does what? Shines brighter and brighter onto what? The perfect day. Please go to verse 19, man. But the way of the wicked is what? Do you know that a righteous man can go on the way of the weakness of the wicked? A righteous man can go on the way of wickedness and he will stumble. Because it's a path. If you follow that path, whether you are good or you are bad, you will stumble. But so the Bible says the way of the wicked is what? It's as darkness. They know what? Not at what is some Verse 20. My son, my daughter in Pottersville, attend to my words. Let me say this. A lot of times, people listen to different people. I know as a person that if I know you're listening to somebody else, I don't waste my time with you. you and I mean, I'm not saying, if, if I were a career um, coach, I'm coaching you on something, and I know you're listening to different people. If I, if I, 
I, I will just tell you, you know what? If you want my counsel, come and take it. My counsel can be free, but it's going to be expensive. It means that what? It means that by the grace of God, you must listen. You must, I must know that you are not listening to many voices. Because if you listen to many voices, you'll be confused. Praise the Lord. And that's why I always tell, um, what do you call it, husband and wife, you must go to the same church. So that you're listening to the same voices. Not that one church, one pastor will say something, another church, another pastor will say something. The some people will not get home, the some people will be confused. Because, you know, my pastor said this, my pastor said this, the some people will not be confused. So, he says, my son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sins. Verse 21. Now, what does it say? Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of what? Thy heart. Verse 22. Why are they to those who find them? Are we alive? Okay. Now, verse 23, that's what I'm going to. Do you have other translation? Other translation says what? Watch over your heart with all diligence. For each process of light, Pasola. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. Uh-huh. On that one, final one, that one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Above all else, do what? Guard your heart. Hello, sir. Don't allow anything come to your heart that you don't want it to enter. It says, above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. Other ones. Guard your heart above all else. It determines what? So, if I want to determine your course of your life, eh, all I need to do is affect your heart. Are you listening to me? It will determine the course of your life. It's not your prayers that will determine the course of your life. It's your heart. And the Bible says, guard it. A lot of us can put junks inside our hearts. Somebody is, is doing this, you will see it. You will put it inside your heart. The Bible says, guard it. Guard it. Guard your heart. It says, above all else, let it be your number one priority in life to guard your heart. Let it be your number one priority. Let it be the most predominant thing you are doing. Guard your heart. On that translation. So above all. Above all. Guard the affections of your heart. Guard the affections of your heart. For they shall affect all that you have. Uh-huh. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. That's why we are here. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. If someone comes and tells you, Oh, I saw your wife in someone's hotel, guard your heart. Ah. <laughs> yes, guard it. Because if you don't guard it, other thing will go there. Oh, your husband is talking to someone. Guard your heart. Check your phone. Don't check your husband's phone. Guard your heart. your heart. Don't see what you should not see. Guard it. I'm shaking table. Let me shake table today. 
Guard your heart. For out of it, the issues of life. Praise the Lord. Guard your heart. You know your mother said, Coach, you So that you don't have anything come to your heart. You know, just, just take it away from you. My wife knows if story comes, I. No negative things come near me at all. Because if I say what I feel, I will begin to feel what I say. So I guard my heart. And let me lie to you. Say, don't lie to me. I'm on the altar. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Don't be moved by what you see. Even if you have seen it, so see, don't be moved by it. It might be something else. It might just be. Don't be moved. Just guard your heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Guard your heart. Do you know that I'm thinking about how do I, how do, how do we have the best Christian men and women, best Christian husband and wife? It's because they guard their heart. Oh. It's because they guard their heart. Don't watch what you should not watch. You know, but there's some things. You know, guarding your heart means that it's not everything on social media that you put inside. Yes, yes guard your heart. Guard your heart. Your heart is the most important value of your life. Don't put, don't put, uh, don't put, um, don't put junks inside of it. Don't put junks. Don't put junks. What Loshenka was saying yesterday, and I was, he said, he said, he said, oh, that um, our generation has become illiterate because of technology. You understand? I'm saying the truth about it is that what it actually means is that our generation are not deep any longer. We don't have deep thinkers. Because we are all showing off, uh, what do you call it? Our, our show, our paper. Guard your heart. There are times you see people, you know, if you don't guard your heart, you see someone posing, you understand, beside, um, uh, what do you call it? Beside um, PJ, PJ, private jet. You say, ah, you say that person's arrival. Yeah. Whereas, maybe it was cleaning the private jet. <laughs> cleaning. Where to clean? Maybe it was cleaner inside private jet. You would not pose. You would not say, ah. My own don't finish. My friends don't go. Guard your heart. Guard your heart from jealousy. Guard your heart from jealousy. Guard your heart from jealousy. I know men who are jealous of their wives. I know women who are jealous of their husbands. I know. I, I was sharing with them in the church, yes, um, the prayer meeting yesterday. I said, there are, there are some mothers that are jealous of their children. I saw it. I've seen. I'm, I've seen it in Nigeria. You know what, Nabi? Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Church, are you ready to be the best version of who you can be in life? Guard your heart. Say, out of it are the directions, the springboard of your life. You know what I tell someone? I will tell you today. The frustrations of your life are determined by what you are fixated on. That's right. The frustrations of your life are determined by what you are fixated on. So if I ask you a simple question, what are you fixed on? You know the Bible says about the fact Jesus Christ was one day, was, in, was walking on the storm. His disciples saw him. You know what they said? The disciples said, ah, master, is that you? They said, yes. Master said, I'm the one. He said, come. And Peter stood up 
And Peter began to walk on the water. Hey! Peter began to walk on the water. Master G was walking on the water. And the Bible said, when he saw the wind busterous, why did he take his eyes away from the creator to the circumstances? And immediately began to sink. Too many marriages are sinking because they've taken their eyes away from the creator. And they're taking their eyes to the circumstances. You understand? And they're beginning to sink. Many lives are sinking because you're no longer looking at Jesus. You're looking at circumstances. You know when Jesus was about to go, John chapter 14 verse 1, he says, let all your heart be troubled. How can their heart not be troubled? He was about leaving them. It was their source of food. It was their source of money. It was their source of everything. He was about to go. And they said to him, let not your heart be, he was saying, let your heart be troubled. If, if, if your income wants to be affected, will your heart not be troubled? But Jesus now said to them, let not your heart be troubled. Why was he telling them that? He said, have joy. For in me, your joy shall be full. Praise the Lord. Look, that you have a storm does not need, you don't need, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. What matters is that if the storm enters into your heart. So, if you're in a ship, it doesn't matter the storm that goes on the ship. Oh. What matters is if the water enters the ship, then the ship will not begin to sink. So, whatever the storm is in life, you understand? As long as you allow you enter inside of you, what happens to you? You will, you are, you are okay. And Jesus is telling us, you know what? Guard your heart. Don't allow the storms of life come in. Now, I tell people that the truth about life is that the presence of Jesus beside you is not the absence of a storm. It's just that the storms will not prevail. So, it tells me one thing. If I see a storm, I, do not know the, I don't know how I will come out of that storm, but I know that God is not a liar. So, it means that God will make me prevail over this storm. So, I know that I have won already because... I, and what I am writing, going from, I'm going from the past to the present. So I have finished the race. My destiny is beautiful. My life is beautiful. I am just going through. You know, so I just began to, I just begin to move forward. Why? Because my faith rests and anchors on Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. All other ground is sinking sand. I cannot, I cannot put the faith of a future on anything, on any circumstances other than Jesus. And that's what I challenge you to. Don't put a faith on anything other than Jesus. Don't put a faith on money. We saw money fail during the cash crowd. Uh, this is Abby. People had, had money. Did they see the money? <coughs> Pastor Femi's come has not told us what happened. Up to down. People have money. Okay, do transfer and I transfer will not go. Why? Money failed. The truth about it is that, okay, you have a billion naira. Have you seen the one billion naira? It's just an imagination in your heart. They have a billion naira. You understand? Because you never saw it. You never saw it. Or a promissory note. So if you believe the promissory note of a bank, why don't you believe the promissory note of God? That says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You understand? Now, that tells me the next thing that if we are, a lot of us are driven by emotions, how do I make sure that believers, Christians, especially every one of you here, are no longer driven by emotions? Let me tell you something. Sachoma said red. Abi Sachoma, he said 90%, 95%. Abi? Now, look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Let me, let's now ask ourselves that what's going on. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Uh huh. They are moved by what? Not the impulse of their feelings. Abby? 
If anybody tells you that you are moved by his feelings, you just tell you that he's not a mature child of God. Praise the Lord. In fact, a translation I love so much. Ah, Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Okay. For as many as are led by their emotions. As many as are led by their emotions. By what? By the Spirit of God. What are those that are not led by the Spirit of God? <laughs> eh? Opposite of souls. Who are they? The other side. So when you get home and your husband or wife is led by emotions, tell the person that whose sons are you? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, our emotions, our moods, our emotions, our moods, our emotions, our moods, our attitudes, our feelings. They're the ones the one that drive our behavior. True of us. Our behavior drives our action. Our action drives our uh, results. And the Bible says, for those of you who are believers, you and I, we should be led not by our emotions. We should be led by what? By the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God will do what? Will make us have our behaviors and our behaviors and our actions and our results. That's the reason why very few people are children of God in this world. Because very few people are driven by the Spirit of God. A lot of people are driven by their emotions. Church, I'm not saying you should not have emotions, but you should not be driven by emotions. You can either be driven by emotions or you can be driven by Christ or by the Spirit of God. Can we be driven by the Spirit of God? What does the Spirit of God says? If you look at, you know when you're anchored on Jesus, you understand? What does the Spirit of God says? It says that you would, you, you will have the fruit of the Spirit. Self-control, temperance. You have that, that, that's what, when you're anchored on Jesus, that's, that's the fruit. That's the fruit. That's what you will have. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 22. The fruit of the Spirit. You just have the fruit of the Spirit. You know? Let me give you one good example. If you're anchored, if you're emotions, if you're emotions, someone comes and says that, oh, eh, that, eh, well, I mean, let me not use husband and wife because I said I can live in my house today. Praise the Lord. <laughs> eh, somebody just does something wrong to you. You know, what does the Spirit of God say? The normal emotions will say, I will do revenge, true of us. But the Spirit of God will say what? Forgive. So if you're not forgiven, it's because you're not driven by the Spirit of God. So let's just come to a conclusion today that you cannot say you're a child of God if you're not driven by Spirit. If you're driven by emotions, then you're a human being. I agree. But if you're a child of God, then you're driven by what? The Spirit of God. And so out of the Spirit of God will come forgiveness. Praise the Lord. Out of the Spirit of God will come self-control. Look at, let's look at Galatians chapter 5 from verse 22. That's what the Spirit of God, that's how you, it's called gentleness. We will not be married to people who are fighters in the house. You know, that days, you understand, uh, when you get to the house, some houses, uh, you will see that it's just pure fight. Praise the Lord. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? It's love. It's what? It's joy. It's peace. You cannot be emotional and be, lo- and be loving, joyful, peaceful, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith at the same time. What's the why you can have love all that time? Because emotions fluctuate, true or false. So if you have love one minute, next minute is anger. And the truth about it is that if you have it from emotions, you understand, you have the, both sides. Praise the Lord. There are times you see some people when they want to get married, you just look at this person and say, ah, this person is pure fire. You know what pure fire is? Pure fire. That means that if you live in that house, that you cannot have peace. What happens with pure emotions? Pure emotions. 
So you have to tell the person, look, you want to marry you. Look at this thing very well before you marry you. Praise the Lord. But imagine all our women, all our men in Pottersville, they are driven by the Spirit of God. What would they have? They will be what? They will be meek. Can you be emotional and meek? Can you be emotional and be temperate? No. Gentle. No. But when your spirit of one spirit of God drives you, and that's why I'm saying to everyone today that the challenge for you and I is to be driven by the spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Will storms come? Yes, yeah, storms will come. You remember when there was COVID and people were emotional about it? Hey, we will die, oh, we will die, oh. What pained me most was that people who were in church for many years, they didn't, they, they didn't even have faith to believe God, that God would take them through COVID. They were the ones that were most scared. Don't come to my house, don't come to my house. Simply telling each other, don't come to my house. Because they were scared, they were afraid. They were driven by the emotions of COVID. Praise the Lord. How many people have been driven by the emotions of uh, Naira Exchange? Understand? Oh, Naira don't they die? Naira don't they go? Naira don't they go? If you wake up in the morning, you're checking Naira. Won't you have hypertension? But you know one thing: that as men as are driven by the spirit of God, as men as are led by the spirit of God, they are what they are the sons of God. And He says that He will take care of His own sons. He said that you will never be ashamed. You just, you will not. So you will, that's where you will guard your heart. You guard your heart by rooting your life upon Jesus, upon what Jesus said. Even when the doctor, even when the doctors come and give you an evil report, you still guard your heart and say, that's not my portion. Put it down. You say, hey, I don't die. Too many people, you understand, they say, oh, you have a, have a, have a. they die before the death. Praise the Lord. So what again? Guard your heart. As a husband, guard your heart. As a wife, guard your heart. As a son, guard your heart. As a human being in the office, guard your heart. As a Nigerian, guard your heart against greed. Praise the Lord. As, as everyone, guard your heart. Every one of us, guard our hearts. God is the most important thing. Guard your heart. Let it be guarded. Guarded. You understand? Let it guard your heart. You can dance around me, but if you come around me and you are pure negativity, you will not. Obviously, I will put up the wall. Pim. Wall. Just that wall will just come. I, I, I know a lot of negative things already. I don't need more negative things. Praise the Lord. Do you know that a lot of men will not marry a woman if that woman is negative? You will see a lady. There's a, there a lady, uh, you understand, that she was very, she was very rough. I mean, more you know, rough. You know what rough? Anyhow. Her husband was very prim and proper. So I was wondering, I was always wondering, why would this man marry this woman? You understand? Because, you know, it's not, it's not like us that dress, he's prim and proper. Everything prim and proper. Then it dawned on me that the lady has one of the most upbeat attitudes to life. No matter what happens, this is well, it's okay. Come on. You understand? So anytime the guy is beside her, you understand? Eh? The guy feels like he can conquer the whole world. Even no matter what the circumstances are saying, it feels like I can conquer the whole world. So they stayed in the marriage. When someone comes to you with a trouble, do you tell the person all the troubles in the world so that the person will now die before the, the thing? 
There are times people tell me that, hey, I don't tell them the truth. Well, they're already going through a process. That's not what they need to hear again. You tell them something beautiful. That your heart can come out of it. That's all. That's simple. Lord bless us in Jesus' name. My time is up. In the sand. Church, are you ready to be led by the Spirit of God? Are you all to be led by emotions? Eh? So when you get home today, what do I want you to do? When your husband does something wrong to you, what do you do? Guard your heart. Uh-huh. If your wife does something to you, what do you do? If your son does something to you, do you know that there's a, there's a man, I don't know if you saw the story of a woman who went to commit suicide because he went to cut, he beat uh, his son's hands because his son wrote something on, the, on his car. You understand? That's emotions. He didn't guard his heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Look at someone beside you and say, please, are you guarding your heart? Are you guiding your heart? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, if you guard your heart, you will not interpret things as they are. You will interpret things as Christ wants you to guard your heart. Is that okay? Church, can you jump up? Can you jump up? Have you been blessed this morning? So we'll continue on Wednesdays. On Wednesday, we'll be talking about anger and uh, greed. Eh? It's not. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, because it's only this one that we used to do it. That we don't, we don't have uh, many months. We have to do it. Praise the Lord. Let's talk about it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Next month, next week, we'll talk about responsibilities, about how to take responsibility about your emotions. But today, just about guarding your heart, making sure that your heart is guarded. You understand? And by the grace of God, you will find out. Do you know Abigail in the Bible? You know Abigail? You know Abigail in the Bible? She was married to a fool. Three of us. Was she not married to a fool? But she successfully married a fool. That a king pursued. If you are married to a fool, the whole world will hear. That, eh, hey, my husband is a fool. But did anybody hear that husband was a fool? No. Why? She managed a fool. Because she guarded her heart. Praise the Lord. Please guard your heart. Is that okay? Guard your heart. Don't allow, don't, if news is bad, CNN is bad, put it off. If, Put it off. Arise. Put it off. Simple. Guard your heart. The Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Can we just begin to speak to God? Say, Father, just talk to God this morning. Say, I want to be led by your spirit this morning. I want to be led by your spirit this morning. I want to be led by your spirit this morning. I want to be led by your spirit this morning. I want to be led by your spirit this morning. Ask God, ask God that as from today, you will not be led by your emotions, but you will be led by, your, by your spirit in the name of Jesus. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles on Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, the Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.